Hey guys, welcome back to Ugh, You're So Good. Today is part two of our conversation with E.G. Daily, so we hope you guys love it. Here we go. I have another question. Yeah. When you create these characters, uh-huh. do you feel like attached to them? And can like, do you miss them when you stop doing them? I, I can't. I, I don't miss them because they're always in me. Right. Oh. So they like never leave wherever me. you go. They don't go anywhere. Right. Do you ever forget? The show might go somewhere, but they don't go anywhere. Right. They're living in me. They're forever. Yeah. yeah. So do you ever forget yeah. how to do a voice or you just remember them all? Well, you know how your voice sounds? Yeah. And you know how her voice sounds? Right. Yeah. And you know how your voice sounds? Mm-hmm. And your voice? Uh-huh. And my voice? Uh-huh. How am I going to confuse you guys? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to confuse you with me. <laughs> right. Tommy Biggles talks like this, and he says, like, I don't really like clowns, Chucky. And then Buttercup <laughs> talks like this, and she doesn't like when our sisters annoy her. So it's like, oh how the hell God. am I going to confuse those people? Yeah. yeah. That cool. makes sense. <laughs> Mark is yeah. right Actually, this morning, we were, like, doing research and stuff, and Mark was like, you know what I'm the most gagged by? Babe, pig in the city. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's good movie. it's so good. Yeah, it's, it's really like good. A cool oh my classic god, it really so is. Good. And with Mickey Rooney in it, and the photography uh, is so good. Uh, that's that was directed by George Miller, who has actually hired me a whole bunch of times. He's an oh, cool. amazing. He does all the Mad Max movies. Oh, cool. Oh, and he's one wow. of the few directors that has done that much active animation as well as big live a- action feature films. Like he's an amazing director. He's Australian, and oh. he hired me the first time for. Um, I think it was um, a movie called Lorenzo's Oil mm. that was with Susan Sarandon and Nick Nolte. And it was oh. a, like an Academy Award winning film yeah. about a little boy who had this brain disease where his, it's kind of like an, it's not like MS, but it had something to do with the myelin in the brain deteriorating. Mm. So then the kid starts deteriorating. And it's based on a true story, that movie. And so the little boy couldn't possibly act the, um, the speech impediments that started to happen with the brain deterioration. So they call me in wow. and then I match the kid's voice. Like if he <gasps> talk like that, if he's like, mommy, I don't like it, you know, like a little oh, boy. Then uh, <laughs> I don't even remember what that kid's. And then all of a sudden it's like, I my you know, he's starting to lose his ability to talk. So they bring me in. So that was the first time I, I worked with that director. And then he called me in for babe. And then he called me in for happy feet one and then happy feet two. Oh my, so God. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. Oh, that's so I'm it's a secret like, sauce. Yeah, <laughs> you are the secret sauce. But it's actually like breathtaking what you can do. With it's your voice. breathtaking. It's, it's, it's like I've never no, seen. No, you're anything a pentatonic, like dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to join your band. Oh gosh, can I be a guest in your band? You're fully welcome to join our band. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you could like learn all our voices and like take yes. them our places. Yes. Oh, yeah. Can you mimic singers? Like, can you, you do? Impress- can I you mean, impersonate? I mean, I mean, in a way, yeah, because I'm kind of a singer. So yeah, I mean, guess yeah. Yeah. To a point. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. I have a question. Voices are like, you know, certain voices. Like I didn't know. My agents are like, we need you to go to Pixar and audition for the, the uh, sound alike for Holly Hunter for The Incredibles. And I was like, I don't, I don't think I do Holly Hunter. Like sometimes I just don't right. have a. Do you like feel, try it to yourself well, so before then you decided that? I just like listen to her, and then I'm like, well, Holly, Holly Hunter sort of talks like this, and she says something like that. 
Like that's Dan, good. Dash, Dash, we can't do this. Oh, I would cast you. <laughs> so then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I did Mrs. Incredibles, you know, commercials when she wasn't available, and a lot of the looping and stuff. So it. So sometimes I'll just yeah. Sometimes, Still well, I did like here, the right? two and a half men theme song, you know, uh, you know, men, 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 Wow. So that was, did you, you write the that? Kids too? That was me. Oh, wow. I am the blown away song. because yeah. I remember thinking as a kid, is he singing that? Because I feel like he can't sing that well. Well, that's just it. He couldn't sing. So then they went so through this. Did and, it? Wow. That well, was me. My parents are going to be shook. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was too, because my sister, my mom, two and a half men was their favorite show. And they were like. Wait, we can't talk right now. We're watching Two and a Half Men. I'm like, Two and a Half Men? I do the theme song for that. Like, what? They didn't know. I knew he didn't sing it. I was like, this is too good. But here's how that happened. So I get a random call from Chuck Lorre, who's a great producer. And Chuck Lorre was like, we need to, we're looking for the boy to match Jake on the show that could sing the theme song. So it looks like it could conceivably conceivably be him. Mm -hmm. And we're auditioning like kids on Broadway and Les Mis, like real boy singers. But we need someone who sounds like it could be Jake. So I was like, all right. And he goes, I can't just give it to you because he already knew I was like, you know, top pro or whatever. Because I can't, I can't just hire you. I got it. We're auditioning him. And I was like, don't worry about it. Just send me a reference of the boy. And so Jake at the time was little, so he talked, he was another one of those kids who sort of talk like mm. this and he's sort of slow and, you know. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, okay, that's how he talks. And then I was like, men, 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 menly men, you know. Oh, wow. Like, oh, God. I'm like shook by this that right now. This is the coolest yeah. thing ever. Yeah, because you like know where the sounds go. Like, you, you know how to place it. You know how to yeah. place it. Well, you know, I, I always thought that like the way someone's skull shaped is how they resonated, but you have it's proven that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's not true. You can put a voice in it. You can put it up anyway. here in your, you can put it in your nose. You oh. can put it at the front of your teeth. You could put it back here at the back of your throat. I mean, it's like you can just you can rock it anywhere. Anyway. That is oh. so. It makes me want to like take more voice yeah. lessons and like learn all Do that. you have to take care of your voice the same way a singer has to take care of their voice? Like, do you protective? Oh, well, yeah. I don't really. The only thing is, I, I think the only thing really is, and you probably know this, you guys know this, like yeah. if I'm really super tired, like yeah. my adrenals are low mm-hmm. and I yeah. haven't been getting asleep, that's, I mean, then I just try to rest or sleep, but. Yeah. But really, my voice is pretty durable now yeah. after singing and using it for so many things for yeah. so many years. You know, it's pretty durable. And I think sometimes even when it's a little raspy or huskier, right. you know how that is. Your voice actually tone is it even become, fatter. Yeah. yeah. It's even bigger. So I kind of don't mind when it's a little right. huskier. It means my singing voice is fatter. And it means my, I mean, my high voices might be a little bit wispier. But, mm. yeah. you know, for the most part, it does. I don't really have any. I'll warm up. Like, I'll do some warm yeah. ups and yeah. warm up. But I actually did a really weird vocal um thing when i was i think i was doing the movie streets of fire with Mm -hmm. diane lane and and uh i remember they had sent diane lane to work with a guy named warren barigian who was this really out there vocal coach Mm -hmm. and i i I couldn't afford him i mean the studio hired him it was like twenty thousand dollars for back then which is now would probably be seventy five thousand. and this was during the streets of fire movie and they had hired him to work with her because she had to sing in the movie and i was like why don't they just hire me who can sing i can sing you know i was like but you know it's diane lane she's amazing so you know she was working with her diane was a friend of mine from we were it was my second movie with her and she was real young and I was, she told me all about Warren and I was like, wow, that's amazing. So what I did was I took every dollar in my savings account and I asked him if he would work with me wow. and for 10 grand because all I had was 10 grand. Wow. And he was like, of course, I'll work with you. And I was like, I gave him the 10 grand. I mean, that was a mm-hmm. lot of money that's for me. That's a ton of money, yeah. And back then, that would have been like that's 70. Like $50,000. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And so I started working with him and he had this really like, 
intense vocal technique where he would just have you like do these retching like like screamy retchy things uh, that were right in your throat. Sounds painful. It sounded yeah. painful, but actually it changed my voice in such a radical way that wow. I never was afraid to sing again. Wow. I used to, yeah, because when you're newer you singer, you're always like, I'm always hoarse, I'm afraid I'm gonna sing, right. I'm gonna be hoarse, I'm gonna hoarse before my show. But what happened was it took all that away because he had this theory like a baby and when a baby cries like you know, it's like oh that screamy. Yeah. It was like that retching place, but then you know, it's just sort of like they they push in a place where it doesn't hurt. Totally. And so it was a yeah. really incredible thing. Used to use a car buffer on my legs and oh my god, vibrate wow. my legs, and then my legs would like go on like itch. And <laughs> it's it a was, thing you can learn like with like screamo bands. I'm oh like, my god, there's it's, no it's, way. But it's they they are doing something they're in the right place. Well, that's what right I do. Place. I was in a metal band. So you what? You were of your you story. Were. <laughs> I was in a metal band. It was Call, called what was Slave. The name? Slave. It was metal. My hair was platinum. My face was white as a ghost because I my brother thought I was bleaching my skin. It was like, no. Wait, when was this? This was back in, um, probably in the eighties too. I was like the headliner at the coconut teaser once, a, oh once a month for God, a year, like lines around. Yeah. It was a metal you, band. You like, to, but will you do like one of the screamo moments that you did in the band? Do you remember it? Like, any of it? Screamo moments? Yeah, or like or whatever like, the songs any, whatever. were like. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, and the weird thing is, did I kill it? Did I just pin the needle? Yeah, we it? definitely clipped. <laughs> the thing about that was, uh, the more I did wow. that, the more warmed up my voice got. Wow. Interesting. Just mine was, would just go downhill. Yeah, mine would Probably because I don't know how to play but, yeah. I mean, yeah. Nope. You know what I mean? You do have amazing placement, though. Like, obviously, but like, I can hear it so clearly in the room. Like, you so are in the right place. Like, it just yeah. feels safe. Like, Your I voice trust. sounds healthy. Too. Yeah, it sounds so healthy. Hydrated. All right, you guys, it's time for my sweet angel of a boyfriend slash our mixologist on the show, Mark Manio, to make a drink. Time for a drink. Make my Scott's boyfriend. Time to get wasted. Just because we have themes on this podcast, I feel like we have to remind, we have to tell everyone. Oh, yes. so we're drinking mimosas. You don't have to have one at all. That's okay. She's good. like, it's the morning. It's I'm the morning. drinking coffee. We're <laughs> just, we have, I'm a strict follower of rules and we have yes, a rule cheers. on this podcast. We have drinks. So we're having some mimosas Here, and we're going to cheers. cheers with your Starbucks. Yes. yes. Cheers. All right. <laughs> Should we say what drink she is? Because we've done it on the past. Yeah. We're supposed to like guess a drink that we think oh, you are. it would be, oh. I want, I it would be one that has like a lot of different liqueurs. Yeah, in like a big combo. Wow. Oh my god! I don't want to say Long Island iced tea because you're not like Long Wait, Island, but like yeah, this but is that, that becomes, there's a lot of liquor in it. Yeah, this is this is, this is not what it you has are. many different flavors. <laughs> this is not what you are because this is disgusting. But it just reminded me of when I was in high school and my friend and I wanted to drink, and I was like, my parents have alcohol in this cabinet above the the like whatever like at the top yeah, part of this it's, cabinet. It's always like schnapps. And we'd be like, let's just pour a tiny <laughs> bit of each bottle. To into a cup oh. and we'll, and they'll never know. And that's smart. Okay, just your brains out the next day. That's not what you are. That's no, that's too that's disgusting. Funny. If if it if that tasted good, that would be you. That's good. <laughs> that's good. I like it. Oh man. Okay. That's great. Oh wow. Well, I am just. Yeah. I am blown away by your whole life. I have a question. What? Clearly, you have you have so many skills. Is there one thing that Ooh. you think? you're the best at like what is that you're your, not recognized for that, or yeah like what is your most like natural yeah because i feel like i'm known for being a singer but, but i'm like but be... i feel like my biggest talent lies elsewhere right but what do you think um what you, uh what i, I was, I was what just I'm, saying like everything you do it's like i know <laughs> of my, my abilities so what i'm good at i mean honestly i think it's um 
loving people. That is powerful. Yes. And that makes so much sense because in order to become all these different people, you have to have empathy. You have to understand them enough to relate and become them. And George Miller hired you again and again because he loved you and because you're talented, obviously. But if you were hard to work with, there would be no way he would hire you again. Mm -hmm. I just mean like, uh, I think what it is is like as a mother, I think I just really get how to love my children. Mm. And I think... uh, I think like I do a lot of fostering animals and I know how to love an animal that's been abused in the way that makes them come out again Mm -hmm. when they've closed up. So I just think there's some, I just think there's something really like I have so much compassion for people that are struggling or animals that are struggling or hurting and trying to help find a way to help. So that's like a big passion thing of mine. So I know that has nothing to do with like my actual talent, but I think it does. That is a talent. That's exactly it. But I I actually, I just said this literally, but I'm going to say it again. (laughs) (laughs) I I really feel like that is connected to what you do because what you're like, what blows our minds is your ability to become these other people. Like so completely. Your awareness. And that just takes like real. Drugs. (laughs) <laughs> it takes drugs. No, but you're 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 an empath. No, you're yeah, like you the are. definition I'm an of an empath. empath. You are an empath. I think I'm an empath. That's like true. you're connected. And that led you to your talents. Yeah. So that is what's so that's, cool. That's really nice. Yeah, I'm definitely an empath. I mean, but not in. But I've also learned in being an empath how not to take on people's stuff because oh, a lot of yeah, people want to lay it on you. Yeah. But I've learned how to kind of try to be there and learn when to step out and then learn when to go back in. Like some people will just suck your brains out of you Mm -hmm. if they they could. And so it's a real... into this. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good track. It's a good thing to learn. And that's also, you learn that from places like Al-Anon where you learn like if you're in love with an alcoholic or a drug addict, how not to let them make you the problem. And so you can be like, I love you, honey, but I'm going to just lovingly detach from that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's about detachment. And in the right way, but also that is such still, a good and, and it really it is it really is all about the ultimate game is really it's all about being a messenger. Like mm-hmm. all of this is about being a messenger. But like when you sing, you're tapping into people's hearts, you're mm-hmm. opening them up, you're you're telling their hearts, open up and let yourself feel that. Mm-hmm. Or you're telling them it's okay to cry. You're telling them, enjoy this, it's beautiful. Yeah. You can feel good for a moment. You're mm-hmm. it's really about reaching people and grabbing them and and massaging their something yeah. and waking them up mm-hmm. and that's what all of it's about like uh, yeah. doing a voice doing a cartoon that that goes through their whole childhood that reminds them of feelings that like Rugrats is people's you know it, a lot of people say it yeah. is. a lot of people say that like it was their childhood oh my god you were like my the voice of my childhood yeah and to me it's powerful it is it is powerful that you could actually leave that big of an imprint on people's lives where when you do a voice they just get so rocked out when you they just hear you do like yeah we were all like yeah. yeah you hear them do a voice so it's to me it's it's all about um, being of service, ultimately. Yeah, oh, I totally that's so agree with beautiful. That. Literally, the fact that like Pentatonix does Christmas music that's listened widely, like I always mm-hmm. get emotional about that. Yeah. How like, did you get in believe- that band? I want to know that. Oh, Pentatonix, oh, it's about he created me now. It. I started it, um, and I, I have so many similar stories to you because really? I literally had no money. I was calling my mom asking for money so I could fly Kevin or beatboxer out. She was like babe, like we're already helping you with college. Like, yeah. and so as a, I like, uh, I literally emptied my bank account. I borrowed money from my friend Ben to fly him out. Like all of yeah. that happened and I, I put the I group together that. and, um, yeah, and it just worked. Wow. It was cool. So it's, a, it's the same type of thing. Like those risks are like, and going outside. I mean, who would have thought to do that? I, yeah. Well, what I love about that, but I mean, I love pentatonics in general, <laughs> but it's like, that was 
following your own taste and your own thing. Yeah. Like you were doing you. Random. Like, yeah. you, like who would have thought that's yeah. going to break open? But it was because yeah. it's what You're you love to do and what you wanted to hear. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I loved it. It brought me, you, yeah. it are thrilled you, me. Are so. you headlining the forum or do you? Yeah, we're headlining I mean, the forum that's and like, headlining Madison Square Garden. Like what? Like who would have thought I know. It's so amazing. That thought, you know, was going to you know, just it's an incredible. Yeah, thing. It, it's 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 hard to process sometimes. I have to yeah. like sit down. I'll like have like a little like tipsy conversation with, with Mark, and I'll like get tears in my eyes. And oh. yeah, well, yeah, you I, come uh, up with what songs to do next, or all yeah, yeah, yeah. We all like kind of collaborate. Yeah. We have three questions that we ask at the end of every episode okay. um, to every guest, and the okay. first one is, "What is success to you? What does success mean?" Um, success means that at the end of the day, you actually can feel it, mm. meaning. You know, it's sometimes you're so caught in it that it's hard to feel it. And yeah. it means that you're not letting it wash over you like a tidal wave and to where you're in a dizzed out state mm -hmm. when it's happening. But you actually can land in, on a nice warm beach and, and really appreciate it appreciate and see it. it. Yes. That's what success means to me. Wow. That, oh, was... that is, was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> you're literally Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Pickles meets Oprah. Oh my god. Oh man. Okay. Okay. Question, second question. Question two. What is the second, the second question? question is. Oh, 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 oh. What would you what would you tell yourself? What is the second? <laughs> well, Get like, back on track here. You're letting the tidal wave come over you. What would you tell yourself yeah. at your lowest? Um at my lowest. Well, don't quit before the miracle. Mm. Like when you're really low is when I really believe like, and I've been there. I've been like really low. I've been to where like I wouldn't kill myself because I had children, mm -hmm. but where I knew why people kill themselves. And that's scary. Yeah. That's scary enough. Mm -hmm. I knew what it felt like to have such bad anxiety in your body that you just don't think you can function mm -hmm. in your skin anymore. I know that feeling. Mm -hmm. So I think... Um, uh, that what the beautiful thing is, is that, that you have to remember is that, you know, when a building crumbles down to the ground, like you think you're dead, mm -hmm. it's dead, like ground zero, mm -hmm. like a butterfly, you know, the cocoon story, a butterfly, a, a caterpillar turns into this little weird little puffy mm -hmm. cocoon yeah. dead thing. It basically looks dead, right? Mm -hmm. When you're in that state is actually the state when things can really change in your life for the better. Mm -hmm. Like when you crumble to the ground is when you can build a foundation that can make your life like you've never imagined yeah. Yeah. with such a strong foundation. And there's nothing like when you've gone through really hard times where you can actually feel like, I've been through that. I understand how you feel. Yep. And somebody really yes. feels the safety of your words because yep. nobody knows unless they're in it. But when you can look at someone and say, I understand what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. I've been there. And they can feel when it's true. That's right. You can feel it. Yeah. And yeah. so the reminder is like, this is a good thing. When people are going, like I just talked to a man the other day that was devastated. He hadn't been feeling well. His body was kind of messed up and he was hadn't worked and was broke as a baby. They didn't know if their electricity was going to be turned off mm -hmm. the next day. Mm -hmm. And I said, this is a great place because it's from that place yeah. where you can transform your life and make it like... Make it with a foundation that will change the rest of your life and will be make yeah. your life way better. So I just say like, don't quit before the miracle. Don't quit before the okay. miracle. I'm gonna I want to tweet frame that. that on my wall. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I, that's so good. That is so beautiful. 
Okay. Okay, third question. The very last question is our favorite question, which is... Smelly cat song. You know, it's, I almost feel weird about asking this because you're so like emotionally I know, mature. I know. And, like, like, I feel like you're going to hate this question. And I can be a dork too, so... If you me. hate... You, you don't have to say it. You can say you don't do this, so that's fine. Okay. But our but. last question is, we, if, we love gossip. <laughs> is there any gossip... You can tell us. Like in the voice actress world, in your world in general. Is, this, is there anything... <laughs> Gossip. Fun. Just because it's fun. Yeah. But if you... If I, I know that <laughs> you're we're like, like... We're like shamed because we're so impressed <laughs> by like, you. Should we get we're rid like, of this? never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Shame on you. Gossip. Um, let me think here. Let me think here. I also have a backup plan. Ooh, I also have another question. Okay, I went to high school with Nick Cage, right? Oh my God, Uh really? And he was kind of nerdy in high school. Oh, that's great gossip. I don't know if that's gossip. That's that's not gossip. gossip. He's kind of nerdy. He turned into like this really cool guy. But in high school, he was kind of this nerdy nerdy. guy. You heard it here first. Interesting. Nicholas Cage. Wait, I had another question. I know we're out of order. But he's actually a really talented and amazing guy. But back in high school, he was so quirky. He was was this amazing genius guy. But in high school... They just thought he was this weird. Well, all the good guy. ones are. All yeah. The good ones. All the good ones are. Yeah. Wait, this is just like again. You can just ignore that I said this, but I may have read on the internet that you maybe at one point dated Brad Pitt. Wow. Did oh. you go to like who is she dated? No, <laughs> oh, no I swear I didn't. No. If you go there, it's gonna show me what. Go pull it up. Let's do it. It's hilarious. Just do it for Mark fun. Got it. Yeah. Who is you? Did y'all make out? Was he a good kisser? <laughs> hilarious. He and I were really close, actually. He's a really good friend of mine. Oh. And I did spend a lot of time with him. And that's awesome. <laughs> and that's all now, she George Clooney, but you didn't read that, that I hung out with George Clooney. No, he's like, he's a doll. Because I oh. went to acting class oh with George Clooney. God. And he was such a sexy dude. Like, yeah. that guy is very sexy. And he and I had crossed paths over the years because we were in acting class together. Mm-hmm. Then I ran into him on the lot when he was doing ER. And then we were like, how's it going, George? How are you? And the next thing you know, we would be hanging out. But it was like rendezvousing. Got it. It was rendezvousing with Nick Cage. Rendezvous. It was rendezvousing. George Clooney? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Marcus Shook right now. He's yeah. Like, he's like flushed. Nicholas Cage? Cato Kalin? You know. Wow. Uh, you just had the hot... That's... <laughs> no, but see, this is my thing. Like, okay, I ran into um, a director once, and I love the story. I was in a cafe, and he was like... You know, he looked like some weird dude, like actor dude. And I was, he was like, oh my God, you're E.T. Daily, right? And I'm like, Yeah. And he's like, me and my friends had this theory about you that you were the good luck charm for all these first-time directors. Because oh, I was wow. in Valley Girl, Martha Coolidge's broke up, uh, career broke open. Wow. Um, what a reputation. You know, yeah. um, Tim Burton, Val- uh-huh. Phoebe's Big Adventure, Tim mm-hmm. Burton became huge. And she, they were all like, you were like this character, you were yeah. one person actor in all these first-time. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's a really cool trivia thing to hear about myself. But I thought, a real thing. There's yeah, so much validity. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I thought it was with men because all the men I dated when they were broke-ass <gasps> Bitches. Oh my <laughs> god! Because you have good energy and you inspire yes. them to be better. Yeah. Well, what happened was, yeah, a lot I of these guys better. I yeah. knew when they were young, like before they were, you know, George Clooney's and the Brad Pitts. Brad yeah. lived in a little, like, a tiny little half of a house sort of thing, right where I, near where I lived, and it was just a mess. And he was just this cool wow. sweetheart of a guy mm-hmm. that you knew he was going to do stuff. But it's like, you know, yeah. I I just there were people that I just you know, connected to, and then later Whoa. they became huge had famous. similar energies. Yeah. It might be just because, like, you're attracted to that type of energy. That right. I'm attracted successful. to magic, and people mm, that yes. I'm attracted to become magic. Because oh you're dropping the best <laughs> one-liners. I'm going to tweet, like, half the things you said. <laughs> but do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I really, I, like, I think I, which is why I think I'm so 
you know, to be, to be brutally honest, like I have so much respect for people that are trans. Mm-hmm. Trans to me love. is like, I have like listen, yeah. really intense yeah. love for trans. Community. I have an intense, I mean, first it's, of all, it's bravery and like the purest. That's thing. what it is. It's yeah. like, and I have a lot of trans friends and, mm-hmm. and, and to me, that is the epitome of having faith in yourself mm-hmm. when yes. everyone, including your body and people around mm-hmm. you are going to say, don't do that. Right. That's crazy. But you, but you know. honor yourself so much that you actually say, I have to do this for myself that's it that's exactly why I just think it's incredible yeah I have a huge respect for anyone who is truly willing to risk being 100% who they are gay straight lesbian whatever trans you know whatever it is it's like be what you need to be because this is your life and this is your time while you're on the planet so make it matter yeah Yeah. and you can't you can't fight who you are you are who you are yeah yeah you I'm have been. Right this I want this to so be our fun. like first episode. <laughs> I know it's so <laughs> good. Um, uh, I think we're. I think we're good. Can I tell wow. everybody oh, I to follow a, me? Yes. yes. Oh yes. Say everything. Oh, what, yeah. What are I? your socials? Okay. So I'm at Real Eg Daily on Instagram Real. and Twitter because there's some fake ones. So make yeah. sure you're on mine. Yes. Because the other ones are not me. Right. Even though they sometimes answer as me, and I have to stop. Them. It's really weird. That's like so people will answer that as me. Well, we'll tag the right one. Then I text awesome. them, and I'm like, dude. Yeah. Who are you? I'm usually like, no, dude. I'm usually yeah. yeah. cops are on your ass. <laughs> We're taping this phone call. It's cool so, that you live a reality where people just literally want to pretend they're you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's I never cool. thought of that. I actually like it now. <laughs> so, so yeah, so my my Instagram, my Twitter is at real eg daily. Got it. I'm on Facebook. Make sure it's the official or eg daily. There's yeah, a fan yeah. one and there's a regular one. The regular one's full, but the fan one yeah. is open to whoever. And I usually try to message people back. So if you oh, cool. private message me on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> I've gotten I've gotten date proposals. I've oh gotten, no! I've, and once in a while, I've like been like, wow. That did you go out with someone you met on Instagram? I did. Some guy <gasps> oh, who hit me up on Instagram. Oh my god! Who, this is who the tea was, we want. Yeah, that's the gossip. But you know, it was so great because like you know that was that was really bold and daring and yep. um, of them to even ask. This yeah. is like so out of order, but I had a question that I was excited to ask and I forgot yes, to ask. But like, it. have you ever almost booked a character like Final Two and like didn't get it? And what character? Like almost got Bart Simpson. But right, like, right, like, right. Or you've um, booked everything you've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, you know, there's probably been a million, but I don't pay attention. Oh, right. You because you don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like I read for a lot of things. Be big and I, you know, sometimes I see a show, I'm like, oh, I read for that. But I don't right. stop and think like it was down to me and her at the last. I mean, yeah. I, maybe with some on camera back in the day. Yeah. But I don't really. I don't really waste That's not much. how your mind works. Yeah, you're yeah. Like I don't really onward. pay attention. Yeah. I pay attention to what's happening and where I'm I getting. I love that. Ugh, I love that. I want to be you. Yeah. <laughs> In the moment. Do you want to be my niece too? Yes, please. I actually am genuinely very excited We're talking excited about my niece, Asia Grammar. She's yes. Uh, yes, shout out to Asia. Asia for setting up Mary this Andy dream Grammar, podcast. <laughs> yeah, and Andy is amazing too. Not just podcast, yes. this has been like a dream conversation. Yeah. On or off mic, this has been like so amazing for me. Well, I'm coming over next time again because you're my neighbor. No, Yes, and I'm coming to your house. Oh, you're gonna you have a my, piano in, in my kitchen. kitchen. Yeah, we're gonna all come and sing. <laughs> so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, thank you so awesome. much. Thank you so much. This we're is really special. A, we're such fans, and we Thanks, so appreciate you being here. I'm glad we can make it happen. Yay! Thanks, guys. We'll Bye. be back soon. We'll be back. <laughs>